Hello, it's Miss Salinette. It is the Femdistry uh, podcast, and I got another one. I got another victim that came in, unbeknownst to her. Right. She was about to be in on a podcast, but um, uh, she's visiting from, right now you're in, you're still in Phoenix, right? Yes. So you're, she're, she's visiting California from Phoenix, and we made a commitment to each other that we were going to see each other while she was here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, if you come on and you didn't know I was like come on and meet me at the studio <laughs> right <laughs> exactly for um. <laughs> uh, various reasons because I wanted to share my space with you of course and see so you could see what I've been working on yes. but then also I wanted to have you on my podcast unbeknownst to you right but go ahead and introduce yourself I'll allow you to do that uh, my name is Jay Bell. Uh, obviously, like you said, I'm living in Phoenix, Arizona right now. I'm a radio personality that's currently out of work. Um, honestly, furloughed from my station and then out of work. Um, mm-hmm. I, I left my previous job as a digital producer with a huge media company mm-hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago because mentally I was drained. Mm-hmm. Um, and financially I was strained. And so, <laughs> hey, bars. Um, and so. Um, you see what I did there. Right, exactly. <laughs> and so I made the conscious decision, although it was hard because we're in the middle of a pandemic, mm-hmm. to leave um, and really try to take a leap of faith. And so right now, um, at my big old age, as I would say, I am trying to figure things out. What you say big old age? Big old age. What does that mean? It, it's round? It means I'm like, I'm over 30 and, uh-huh. you know. Oh, yeah, but we don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. Right. We're not talking about, you know, age, allowing ageism to hold us back. You know, like, we just can't do that. It's just um, people are living so much longer now. We have to uh, get rid of that stigma. It needs to go away because, yeah, you know, back in the day, you know, someone of my age was middle-aged. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But now people are living much, much longer than that. So, I know you're much younger than me, so I'm just going to say, shut up that noise, girl. (laughs) You're in your prime. Right. But I say that, though, because even though that is true, everything that you said is true, Mm -hmm. there's still that mentality of when you're a certain age, you should have this, you should be this way, you should be at this place in your career or in your life. And so, you know, I I try to not let that get to me and I try not to let people's judgments of my journey get to me. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately it has, uh-huh. it even got me to a point, which is why well, I'm glad I left my job at the time. Um, I had a mental breakdown mm. a couple of months ago. Like it was really bad. And so because of that, I really had to take a step back and really think about everything. And that includes like situations that happened last year um, at my station, um, you know, with my job and some of the micro uh, microaggressions with that, because I do live in an area that is 40% Hispanic right? and being a black woman that is from out of state, mm-hmm. it, it is hard. Yeah. And I think that people that have been in Phoenix all their lives, they don't understand that. Yeah. I don't think it, um, I, I think people just live in their bubble and, you know, mm-hmm. you know, um, for us being in a one male dominated industry, right. um, which is, is slowly changing, um, whatever's left of radio, <laughs> whatever's radio left of it, because it just shrunk down. Yeah. So yeah. far. Um, but it's male dominated and it's, it's it led by many males. Um, and there are women, but our roles are, are minimal. 
you and know, limited, yeah. yeah, and limited. Our opportunities are limited in radio. Um, but not only that, um, if you think about it, the music that is being played is predominantly black music. Mm-hmm. However, our role as black people in the industry has diminished as well, or is not even there. Right. It, I'm glad just you said that because it's funny because, you know, obviously being furloughed, um, you know, and looking for other work, I be honest, I probably will get in trouble. I don't know if I said whatever, but I applied for a part-time position or full-time and part-time mm-hmm. with another station. Yeah. Both times I got turned down. Yeah. Just saying for the first one, I can understand. I don't have three years experience on air completely. Yeah. But I have over 10 years experience in radio media realm in different positions. Right. And so I went back, I asked about part-time, applied for part-time. Oh, we're going to take a, other interest in candidates. So you, did you even look at my stuff? Did you even listen to my stuff? And get this, the PD is a white man. Right. And so most of the men that I've been interviewing with, don't get it wrong, I've been getting interviews. Yeah. But they're all white men programming black, black stations. Mu- black music. But even with that, when you go back towards my area of the South, you have black men that are program directors. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like in their mind, the aesthetic of a black woman and being the only black woman is either that you got to be super pretty Mm. and loud and always on 10 boisterous. Right. Right. There you go. (laughs) Or, you know, you're a part of a crew. Uh You're a part of a morning show and you just have to play your part. Oh, we've talked about that being either there's, there's one role, there's the midday girl Mm -hmm. role or there's a morning show sidekick. Right. Those are really the only two positions that, you know, I mean, you know, other women have broke through and, you know, stepped up in, in, you know, afternoon positions and morning show hosts. You know, there are women out there that Mm -hmm. are doing it, but it's rare and far in between. And it's rare that it's women, black women and women of color. And I say it like that because a lot of times we group everybody into one. No, we're not the same. Exactly. No. I'm a black woman. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> the only other black woman that I know that's heading the morning show is Dee Dee McGuire out of Dallas. Uh-huh. And then, of course, you got Dana Cortez, who's a woman of color yeah. that's heading her own morning show. And she's syndicated and they're both syndicated. Mm-hmm. And I admire them very much because they've been able to break through and make that happen for themselves. Yes, they kick down many doors. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And but then you also have other situations um, where I don't know if I should tell the story. But Please tell the story. But one <laughs> don't hold back. Please tell the story. Um, someone that I admire in the radio industry. Her name is Autumn Joy. Uh-huh. Um, she started as a reality star and then she left reality television, really worked her way up mm-hmm. through radio. And she's currently in D.C. as a midday personality. Yeah. But killing the game. She's number one in that market. The story that she told me off air. Yeah. Was that she tried to apply for the competitor because she was with the competitor at the time, which is why she left. And a VP, a person that, a woman, Mm -hmm. a black woman that was a VP in that position, blocked her from getting the midday job at the competitor station. Just because she didn't like her. Oh. The old competition thing. The old. But they hired another girl. Uh Uh-huh. They hired another girl, which I, she's awesome. I love her. I've listened to her. She's very awesome. You know, she's great. But it was a matter of, like, why, why? did you do that? Like, and then she's from there. Like, I don't know. It's just. It's, it's so hard. It is very hard. And, you know, it's like um, it, it's about who you know and who likes you. 
a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It, it just, it is what it is. And, um, you know, shout out to her for still keeping going. You know what? Something that I, I very much um, respect about you. And, you know, we've only, you know, met like what mm-hmm. this is the second time right. us actually <laughs> getting across from each other. But what I respect about you is your openness to sharing, you know, whatever knowledge you have. And because you don't find that in a lot of people that and are open to, to share the information that they have. And then also your knowledge of the radio business, period. Like, you know, you know, the people that are making way, you pay attention to everything that's going on and you know, who's in the game, who's making moves and, you know, and I really appreciate that about you, you know, because for me, I could just be like, oh, who's such and such? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and I, but I'll be like, okay, such and such. Let me ask, let me go ask J-Bell if she know who this is. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, when you, um, we both have a love for this business. Yeah. We both have a love for this industry. And it also exhausts us um, a lot. And I feel like for me, because I've never been able to break into a full-time on-air position or even like really um even when I moved to Phoenix I was on air for like a year before COVID shut everything down Mm -hmm. and so with trying to learn everything and understand everything my I feel like my job is always to somehow which is weird because I always don't feel like I'm networking Mm-hmm. but to network in yeah. different ways and so I don't always feel like I'm networking with people I was like oh you need to network and I'm like am I networking and then I think about the people that I talk to and that I know like you mentioned mm-hmm. and I'm like oh well wow yeah I'm like in it yeah because I feel like that's my I'm not gonna say purpose but my business too because of the fact that I know where I want to go with my career right and so learning and understanding that and seeing that is something that I I really have to stick with which can be exhausting and can be very frustrating. But I feel like if I don't do it, who am I to sit here and be able to pass on any advice that I might get from somebody else mm-hmm. on, on to someone else? Yeah. You know, because people do call, like, they'll hit me up and ask me questions. Uh, although later on, they might act a little funny, but <sighs> <laughs> they do. Man. And so, you know, I, I don't mind sharing the info because I know that I'm coming from a good place. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, you have people that don't. I mean, do you ever, this is, I've come across this a lot. There just comes a time where you're just like, okay, I have the information and I want to share it. Mm -hmm. But there, has there been times where you're like, okay, no, I don't want to share this information. Oh, hell yeah. All the time. (laughs) All the time. Because it depends on the person, number one. Like, have you ever really supported anything that I've done? Mm -hmm. Have you ever talked before? Right. You know, uh, who do we have in common? And uh, mm-hmm. why should I trust you with any type of information? Because I don't know what you're going to do with it. Yeah. I don't trust you. You know what I'm saying? And, and what is you, what do you rely on? Is it more vibes or just like the vibes? Vibes. vibes. Right. Like, um, <laughs> so the station I'm, I'm currently furloughed from um, is crazy because when I first got there, uh, shout out to Nina Cruz who got me in the door mm-hmm. and got me connected with um, the, the program director there when they were shifting and changing. And I'm always thankful. Mm-hmm. And so in the beginning, everything was great. Everything was good. You know, I got along with mostly everybody. And then last year throughout COVID, you know, the pandemic shutting everything down, changing everything. A lot of things changed. Um, girl that I was working with 
we didn't really vibe that great, but mm-hmm. I tried my best. Yeah. Um, she always felt like she needed to jump into something I was saying. And it, I don't think she understood that was from my experience. Yeah. Not an overall feel of how everybody should think of mm-hmm. Phoenix or how they should think of the people of Phoenix. Yeah. Not at all. And so some things went down. Um, some slurs were used when she was younger. It got out and went viral. Ooh. Um, and then she got into it with somebody else that was protesting. It was a, as, it was a black guy uh-huh. who used to be with the station, but because of some other stuff, he kind of got himself kicked out. Mm-hmm. Um, he left. And so she got into it with him, some other factors. Got herself suspended, yeah. which I didn't know about because I, I wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And so then after a while, they decided to let her go. So when the announcement was made, they sent out an email about it. I think I had finished talking to my program director earlier that day. I got home for from my break from my other job, and I get a call from my program director asking me, "Did I see that email?" I was like, "Yeah, I saw it." Uh-huh. You know, I was surprised that they let her go, but I wasn't surprised because at the end of the day, companies are going to protect their brand before they protect personalities. Oh, for sure, yeah. And um, it was like, well, somebody took a screenshot of it and uh-huh. sent it out and it went viral uh-huh. on social media. Uh-huh. Did you do it? <laughs> no. Why would I do that? To Why would I do that jeopardizing my position yeah. at the station that I've haven't been there long, but I've worked hard to be reliable and dependable, yeah. you know, dependent on for d- different things. Why would I put myself in that position? Well, she seems to think that you did it. Of course she does. Of course she does. I'm the only black girl, and she got an issue with me. Yeah. Do you not see that? And now she's dragging other people into it. So I found out, cause, and then she dragged another mentor uh-huh. at that station of mine. We both know him. Uh-huh. We leave it at that. And he's asking me the same thing, too. Well, did you do it accidentally? <laughs> that sounds like something he would say. You know, you know what I'm saying? I was like, well, maybe you screenshot on accident and actually sitting it out. And I was like, and texting me this. And I was like, do you really? I was like, as long as you've known me at this point and I've been around you, do you think I would ever make that sacrifice? Well, I, I'm just, I'm trying to find out because she really thinks that you did. No, no. I didn't do I, that. I'm never going to put myself in a position to hurt another woman. Yeah, exactly. Even no. though we may not get along, but I'm not going to do that. Right. And the crazy thing is, is that maybe me and her didn't get along, but I always thought she was a dope talent mm-hmm. and a dope person. I really thought she she has longevity in this career, mm-hmm. but she had the wrong people in her ear the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. And so when that happened, I found out later and this was after I came back from having surgery. I was out for two months that she was trying to drag me down and tell everybody at the station to hate me and say that I did that to her. She's trying to involve everybody in it. So I got workplace PTSD from going into that station. Oh, honey, I think this is something that you're just going to have to deal with. Like women in our position are, for one, we're pitted against each other. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, Kat Katrina, uh, who basically is the reason I started in radio in the first place. uh, We had this discussion about just how, women in our position are pitted against each other. Mm-hmm. And it's always a competition about, you know, well, she just wants my job. She just wants my job. And I'm like, you know, 
it's not always that, you know, I, I would like opportunities, but you know what? I always come from a place where I will try to do my best just respect everybody. Mm -hmm. And if the opportunity comes up for whatever reason, I'm not trying to replace you. It's not, it's not like I can replace you because each one of us are individuals and we all have a specific uh, set of unique gifts. There's no way I can replace you, but you know, that, since there are so many, there's so few roles for women mm-hmm. in the game. I feel like we com- we are so competitive with each other and we'll just find ways to just mistreat Bring, each other exactly. because of it. And, you know, like, um, I wonder, is it like that for men? Do I, they feel like that? Do I, they feel like this mm-hmm. dude just coming in trying to take my job? I don't think so. You know what? Honestly, I don't feel like, and if they do, they hide it very well. Yeah. You know, but nine times out of 10, they're going to keep a guy in their day part before they keep a woman. Right. They'll find a reason or a way if they want to switch somebody else out and change it, they will. Like, for example, I got a radio friend out of Dallas. And hopefully she she sees this. She doesn't kill me for telling the story. (laughs) I don't think she's going to care. Yeah. Um, she was just replaced with a younger talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but she says she saw her getting fired coming. She mm-hmm. saw it coming. Um, but the I think it, the way it was done, it was out of nowhere. And so this younger talent has never done full-time on-air radio by herself. Oh, wow. She's a part of a morning show. Oh, yeah. And so they ended up replacing the whole lineup out mm-hmm. of nowhere. Mm-hmm. The GM decided that this is who she wanted. Mm-hmm. She was told, from my understanding, the girl that took her place was told she would only be doing one day a week doing Sundays. And then all of a sudden now she's middays, mm. never done middays before in her life. You know what? That's funny. I had a similar situation when I first started, you know, radio, um, someone that was a morning psychic, you know, I was basically training them how to run boards. Mm-hmm. It was blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I, I, I see it. It's like, and then the, and then, I don't know. Is it like shame on women for not being transparent about what what they're doing or transparent or what the what they need from a person or but that's always a thing like, you know, like do we as women get into position and outgrow it? You know, like do we become too old like <laughs> for this or does like does our spirit, you know, because I've been told by someone before that yeah, they don't need Auntie Alanette on the radio, like in their market. Their market is like um, young, um, <laughs> party, drunk every weekend. Oh. You know, like that was what they were told me. They told me, but like, so Alanette, my, my, the way I am and who I evolved to be on the radio mm-hmm. would not fit in that market because I'm too, I don't. What is, what is this? Um, I'm somebody auntie, mama alley cat. <laughs> so, you know, and I get it. Okay. You know, it's crazy. Like PDs, PDs are uh, weird nowadays in my opinion, <laughs> because it's not even about the talent, the experience that you bring and how you can adjust and adapt to a market. 
It's how many social media followers that you have. Mm-hmm. What kind of lifestyle are you living on your social media? Right. You know, are you going to be able to bring those followers with you, even though you are all the way in Los Angeles, California? Can yeah. you bring them with you to Dallas, Texas? Yeah. Like they're going to listen to you online, mm-hmm. even though those those numbers and those ratings don't count. Yeah. And those are the things I feel like they think about or look at. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I only have a little over 2,500 followers. Mm-hmm. But I'm consistent with my social media all yeah, the time. Yeah, you are. You are. And um, I, you know, I share myself. I share my story. I share the things that I do. But yet, here I am, you know, still, like, working. And I feel like it's harder for women because, one, I feel like they do age us out mm. after a while. Which but that's is, in all industries. You know, like in television, right? Movies, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah, yeah. They age women out in yeah. Hollywood, period, yeah. in media, entertainment. They uh-huh. age us out, and so they want to put you into this old lady bracket once you hit <laughs> over 35 to 40, <laughs> because now all of a sudden you're not hip enough, or you don't mm-hmm. understand the music, or you mm-hmm. don't understand what's happening with the trends. And it's yeah. like, first of all, I'm an older millennial, and we started this social media shit. For reals, you guys did. I'm sorry, can I curse on your on your? Yeah, podcast? you can say it. Oh, okay, you can say it. We started this social media shit. Social media started with millennials. Yeah, because of Facebook. You were in college when Facebook came out, and it was only for college students. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, Twitter came. A lot of us had just graduated from college, and now we're understanding both Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, and then a couple of years after that, although nobody was really paying attention to it at the time, Instagram hit. Yeah, and then all of a sudden. A lot of people are going to probably slam me for this. Kim Kardashian started getting down with Instagram, mm-hmm. posting, really getting into it, and it blew up. Yeah. And so Instagram would not be where it's at if it wasn't for us millennials because that includes Kim Kardashian. I'll give you that. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm an old head. I guess I'm like, I don't know what generation I am. You know, I don't know what that generation is that I fit in. it. I think it's an X. I don't know. <laughs> X. So you're probably at the end of it, toward, closer towards the older millennials with me. Because mm-hmm. you're not that much older than me. Let's just. Uh, yeah, when you were born, I was probably in high school. Stop playing. <laughs> I think so, yeah. There's no way. I was born in 85. Yeah. Okay, no. Okay, yeah, no. Not high school. But yeah, I was well into school, into my education. <laughs> so, and that's all I'm going to say. I was to. well into my schooling education when you was born. That's yeah. funny. Well, I thought you were younger too. So yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But you see, you like right there at the edge of it, and so you understand it better. Yeah. Than most people will even try to understand. Um, and so with that being said, we're the misconception of women is what makes me frustrated uh yeah it's a <sighs> because of the fact they think that we're all of a sudden and i think it's still that mentality of oh yeah so she's over 30 and if she's gonna start thinking about babies and kids i want to get somebody younger that ain't even in that place state of mind yet it's like man no well i had somebody like tell me once about like when i started doing middays um and um they were like, well, you know, Alanae, you don't even, you don't even like talk about like shopping and stuff. I'm like, are, is that all women do? Like <laughs> shop and like get their nails and hair done? And like, that's all women do? 
Like, See? I think we do more than that. You it know, I think we have a lot more levels than going, you know, so I felt like, you know, they try to compartmentalize us that I love that mm-hmm. word compartmentalize us. They've tried to put us in a box exactly. and we're supposed to fit into this thing. And, and then we just gotta, this is what femdustry is about. It's creating our own, our own. Yeah. And it's just about creating my own lane, you know, and bringing the other like-minded women and, and men as well that are tapped into the divine, the feminine, you know, You're along right. with us. You know, I feel like the patriarchy, say la vie, dude, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm done with that. I want to create roles for women. And, um, I think it's time, you know, our time is coming, you know, the shift, the great shift. And, um, you know, it's sad that it has to be like this, but I just don't think that men, they, they they don't get it. They don't get it. And they're, and they have kind of made everything all messed up. <laughs> yeah, they messed a lot of things up. Um I I, I wouldn't say like all men. Yeah, we won't um, say all men. But a lot of them. But a lot of men in power. Yeah. You know, and and it's abuse of power. Word. Totally. And, you know, I just hope for you that you find your niche because I mean, you've been working um you've been working at this for a while. And I don't want you to give up. Like, don't give up. I'm definitely, I'm not in the state of mind. Well, I mean, I've definitely been in the state of mind a couple of times to just give it all up and, and kind of move on from it because of the fact that I haven't landed that. You haven't broke through yet. You feel exactly. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. But I've also have been thinking to myself, should I just go ahead and start my own media company? Yeah. And because... You know, I have everything that I need. I have my own little studio inside of my studio apartment. But it's it's another thing where, like, I want to build those relationships with PR. You know, mm-hmm. I want to be able to hire people also, um, black people, black women, in roles that will also help help them grow but help me grow. Yeah. Um, because I want someone that's going to record my stuff for me, edit my stuff for me. We work together to make sure that we have it all together and have it right. You know, it's different aspects that go into it. Like, you know, building a whole new website, making sure the social media is tight, you know, building those relationships with PR people, you know, because PR holds, they hold a lot in their hands. Mm -hmm. I I tell you that much. They like, um, I'm not going to say gatekeepers, but it's definitely a way to break through. Yeah. If you want interviews with certain artists, certain Mm -hmm. entertainers and things of that nature. And I think that's what my focus it's really on and, you know, trying to build something of my own as far as, like, doing my own radio show. Right. You know, there's, there's so many different ideas that I have. It's just a matter of do I have the patience and the time and the financials to sit through that? I mean, because at the end of the day, I can work on that all day, but there ain't no money coming in. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah, we it there's a there's always that responsibility of being able to take care of ourselves that is very daunting and scary and it creates a lot of fear and I just keep reminding myself over and over again that you know that source you know if you tap in that he'll make a way every every time Mm -hmm. you know like and every time I stress out about it it you know it doesn't it doesn't do me any good to stress out about that, even though like anxiety will come. And, I, and but every time I stress out about it, it just 
it, it doesn't do me any good. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he always makes a way. He always takes care of me every single time, you know. And I hope I can impart some of that peace into you, honey, that you're going to be okay, like, for reals. Like, you have been working. I'm, you've been putting your best foot forward. And just have some faith and uh, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. I know it's hard. You're looking at me like, Ugh. it is. And I want to, I want to, you know, like even for me, even sitting here telling you that, and I, and you know, like I can say a million times, you know, like just keep going, keep going, keep going. You know, I've had a successful radio shows, you know, yeah. I've moved out of the market. I had a successful radio show, but it still went away and it still, you know, Sorry. it didn't, um, it didn't pan out, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I and I'm in, I'm back here, and I feel like now you don't even need a radio station, right? I mean, you can build that on your own. Yeah, and that's the thing that I've been thinking about, you know, like building my own radio show. But I also want to build it into something that one of these radio networks mm-hmm. are able to say, Hey, we want to syndicate you. Right. Because I mean, that's what, that's the way it's going. Syndication. Yeah. You know, you see, like I talked said earlier, Didi McGuire and, uh, Dana Cortez, but also too, uh, I think you bootleg kid. Yeah. Just got syndicated, mm-hmm. you know, but he broke off and started doing his podcast and that thing picked up, you know, bootleg's been working for what, it seems like a millennium now. Right, <laughs> like, like yeah, been, I remember. Um, he's been hired and fired and hired and fired and yeah. hired. He has moved around so much and finally landed in L.A. And, you know, it didn't work out at the station he was at, but then it launched into something. Just it's the right, it's about timing, you know. Right, yeah. yeah. Now he's syndicated, and now it's funny because he's back with iHeartMedia. Yeah, they and picked him Ve- up as in Vegas. <laughs> his show. Yeah. yeah I so, saw that. <laughs> and I was like, wow, full circle, you know. Yeah. They might not mm-hmm. have wanted him in L.A., but obviously they still wanted him because he's still doing something. He's back at home. I mean, he's back in, well, Phoenix is home, and he's mm-hmm. there too. Um, but He's back where I first started listening to him, which is Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah. how things work out, you know, and that's the thing that I think about for myself. I'm like, I know I have an idea. I know I have the talent. I know I have the potential. I know PDs. And so it's crazy because I know PDs and PDs know me, but yet they won't hire me. <laughs> and so. Same thing. You know same, what I'm saying? Same. And so I'm always thankful for my current PD because he hasn't let me go. Uh-huh. But obviously they're not using part-timers at this time because he took a chance on me when he didn't have to. Mm-hmm. And so I'm always thankful for him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can always talk to him about this stuff. Cool. You know, he's got to make the choices that he's got to make. And I know for me, Phoenix is not my last place to live. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know for me personally if I have, I don't know if I can You see you being the young person that you are, <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> just say, the young, the young um, person. moving, you know, I just don't, I don't think I want to, unless something amazing comes up in an amazing city, but I can't see myself in Oklahoma, like creating, like, I don't think I'd be, you know, happy there. No, I mean, but I also, I think it's more personal than work for me at this mm-hmm. point. 
Um, I have enjoyed Phoenix for what it is, um, but I'm not a fan of the desert. (laughs) I am not. Um, I need to see more black people around me, and I don't want to have to go out to the outskirts to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, too, my dad's getting older. My mom is still young, you know. My mom is four and a half hours away from me from where I'm at. But my dad is on the other side of the country. Uh. He'll be 75 soon, so he's getting older. And I feel like I need to be close enough to him that if something happens, you can get there. I'm a flight away mm-hmm. or I'm a couple of hours away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so those are some of the factors for me. So it's like if I have to do radio in Knoxville, Tennessee, you're okay with that. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm only what, six or seven hours away from where he's at. Mm-hmm. I can hop on a plane or I can jump in my car and go yeah you know I feel it yeah yeah and that's that's what's for me and you're you're a southern girl you know like you're you're from a different place I'm from California it's a little different here I I gotta I gotta really search to find some black folks and when I was in Sacramento it was there was some black folks there and I was like wow this is amazing (laughs) I don't know what this is but then like the same thing I I came back home and you know my grandmother's older and my mother is not doing well so you know and this is my home, and I love it. It's beautiful here. I'm gonna oh, take yeah. you to the beach, and you're gonna see. <laughs> you're gonna be like, oh, even the drive in, I was did, like, you whoa, see all, yeah. all these farms, and it's amazing. They're here. building out here, yeah. and there's some wineries, and I was like, 83 degrees here is so much nicer than 83 <laughs> degrees in Phoenix right now. I just like, <laughs> it's so nice. Like even from where I'm staying at, uh-huh. I looked and it was like 82 degrees, and I was like, it's 82, and it feels like this. It's amazing. Yeah. It's so nice. It's beautiful, and it has it plays such an important part in my piece. I'm <laughs> telling you right now. I think there's something is peaceful about being out this way versus somewhere that's like 20% humidity. It's like I can't think yeah. straight. Yeah. Makes. But I'm, I'm grateful that you uh, came and, uh, you know, spent some time with me. And um, I think that um, that you will just keep doing it. You'll do well. I, just, I know you're just. <laughs> <laughs> no, because, you know, I've been hearing that. I've been hearing that a lot. And mm-hmm. I just feel like, it, one, I'm thankful for the faith and mm-hmm. the support in me. Yeah. Um, but two, I feel like it's a lot of pressure because what if I don't exactly fall on my feet the way that people seem but to listen, think? But listen, but listen. You got to change your idea of what success is. Mm. What is success to you? What is success to you? So I know you have this big vision, but you have to, this is important, to um, have a a non-attachment to the outcome. Mm. Because as you grow and as you get older, you will see that your idea of success will change. Mm. It might just be that, you have this dope little show that you're able to put artists on and, you know, they pay you to, you know, like you, you it could change. It could have evolved and be open to that part of your, the journey. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, uh, in that you will do well because I can see your heart. So just, just hold into that. Just dig into that releasing the outcome, have your dreams, have your vision, put it out there see yourself in it, you know, envision yourself in that spot, in that place where you want to be, but just be just, and you know that you let, you know, you let that job go. That one that was stressing you out. Mm -hmm. This is the time to be, to be instead of do you're a human being, not a human doing. 
And I had to learn that too. And I was working my behind off on three different radio shows at once, Mm -hmm. killing myself, going mentally crazy. It just ain't worth it. You have to learn to be sometimes. Just Mm -hmm. be. And it's okay. You know, it's okay not to, you know, be, you know, we're not, we're not going to be Dana Cortez, you know, (laughs) but you're going to be J Bell and you're going to do that and you're going to do that perfectly. You're right. You're right. Okay. Well, thank you again for allowing me to hijack you (laughs) for just a little bit. And um, let's go ahead and just close this episode of uh, Femdistry and let's go to the beach. Yes, I'm ready for the beach. Let's get some vibe. Beach. Yes.